0: ever felt like you're just going through the motions of life but not fully living then you're in the right place welcome to finding your way with Lori and tanya it wasn't that long ago that we felt the exact same way so now we're sharing what worked for us with you we're so glad you found us We'll bring you real-life
1: stories and tools that have helped us live more positive, intentional, and enlightened lives. Let us help you navigate your journey from where you are now to where you want to be. Pack your bags and let's go. All right, guys, so welcome back to another episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. Um, If you are a first-time listener, listen, we are so excited that you found us. Um, we truly believe that you are here for a reason. You have found us for a reason. So, um, and if you're, uh, somebody's listened to us before, we really appreciate you coming back. And we hope that um, you'll like and share these with people you know and love that you think may can get something from it. So today we're going to talk about um, a topic that's kind of near and dear to our hearts. Um, it was kind of one of those those things that, were kind of a bittersweet um, when that when that first workshop that we did, um, we didn't use a tool um, to really look at the eight essential areas of our lives, um, and it was kind of a quick assessment. It was just a quick test of where are you? you know, here's eight places in our lives, um, the nuances of how we live, and. How would you rate yourself on a scale of one to ten in these areas? And and Lori can can tell you we were flabbergasted. Um, first of all, we it was we didn't we didn't realize we were just so small thinking. Um, you know that that eight essential areas. How do we even have eight areas of our lives? But we mm-hmm. do. Um, so we'll talk about that topic in each area and and kind of how we got started.
0: Yeah. So just like you said, we. We w- went into it not even thinking about our life like that, you know, it was like life is life and, you know, everything's already prescribed for you, you you graduate, you go to college, you graduate, you get a job, you might get married, you might have children, like there was no sense of anything larger than that, <laughs> for me anyway, and so I think when we went to the retreat and we've talked several times about how open we were to really pushing past where we were in our lives to something better and greater. And so I think that openness, you know, really made this tool very helpful for us because we were open enough to go, "Ooh, I've got to score myself in different areas of my life and if I'm being really honest because it was only for me it wasn't for anybody else's benefit it was for my benefit and what benefit am I going to get if I'm not honest with myself and so taking a hard look at how am I doing in my health and wellness and how am I doing in my personal joy and what six years ago now really looking at that going Oh my gosh! Like, how have I gotten to this place where, you know, if I'm really honest and I score myself, I'm not above a three or four or five on anything out of a scale of one to ten. And, you know, life is not meant to be this miserable. And how did I get here? Like, with like a a huge awakening. Yes, it was. I, you know, I am not living fully, And, and that was the awakening for me. And so, this tool has been something that. Tanya and I both have, since it was so life changing for us, we continue to do this. Initially, we started doing it every year around um, New Year's, like setting the intentions for the next year and really getting clear on how far we've come over the last since the last time we've done the assessment and where maybe some things have changed that so we want to strive for even more. Um, I even have a calendar now where it's part of the monthly. Assessment. So you finish the month of August, and then it's got pages in my calendar where it allows you to really reflect on that month to say, okay, what areas of your life were really striving in this month? And where were some things that maybe there's some opportunities to do a little bit better next month? And so you can do it as often as you want, but definitely once a year, um, I'd say for both of us has worked really well to just make sure we don't go back to that place we were at initially, which was not even not taking any control of our lives, just living on autopilot and not looking up to see where maybe we were struggling and maybe where we were doing well. And, you know, even having a vision for where we were, would like to be. um, This tool really can help you work through some of those things so that you're not living on autopilot. You're really the captain of your own life. You're really directing your own life. And I'll say, um, you know, we do. We actually do about a,
1: a ninety-minute, two-hour training um, for for people on this. And one of our really good friends, um, her birthday's right around. The hall, it's after Christmas, before for New Year's. And last year, all she wanted for her birthday was for us to come to her house, and we did this with her. Like we all sat down and. We did the eight essential areas and we rated ourselves and then we took some next steps um, and and created some goals and some affirmations and and we we took it to the next level. Um, And it's interesting because from that, um, we still do things now um, that Mm -hmm. came from that that small seminar workshop that we did with her um, that we still keep up with. And so this is just the beginning of the tool to see where you are. And then, you know, we'll talk about that in some other podcasts on what can you use this for to start taking action steps to get where you want to be. Um, so eight essential areas. The first one is personal joy and fun.
0: Yeah. So that was what area both of us struggled in. We had, didn't have fun in our lives. We were working our fingers to the bone and caring for everybody but ourselves and just not even thinking about... Um, I think too, as an adult, you know, it's easy to like when you're a child, play is so part of what you do as a child, right? And it's like, um, in even in high school and college, like it's meant to be fun, you know, you get you're getting grades and stuff like that and learning, but you know, you are surrounded by people in your life for fun, you know, right. and then when you right. get to be an adult and you have responsibilities and you've got. You know, people relying on you for to, you know, bring groceries home and to cook supper and uh, you know, just make enough money to pay your bills and you know, all the things that come with being an adult. I think sometimes it's really easy to um diminish the importance of having personal joy and fun. And I know I had gotten there where I hadn't even thought about it. I hadn't even thought about the last time that I had laughed out loud with people just for the fun of it, you know? And so it really is just what sparks your joy and what, you know, because that's a key part of living a better life. Well, and I
1: think this is the one that we actually put on the top of the list um, because it's so important. Um, but it's also one that I never thought about. Like I, I never, when I thought about, you know, how, how am I, how am I living Fun and and joy never really came into the equation before, and now it's at the top of the list, right? I mean, we we really strive um, to find ways to just enjoy things, and so, you know, personal joy and fun is anything that fills you up, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really anything that that makes you smile, that makes you laugh out loud, that that really just fills you up, um, and doesn't have to take a lot of time and effort or money to do. Um, but it's essential. It is so wildly important to how we live. Um, yeah. But it's definitely one that you that you don't do enough, um, and that I didn't. It just never even occurred to me to think about
0: it. Well, and when I was asked to think about it, I drew a blank a little bit because I remember um, Kate Butler even asking me. I was on a call with her, and she was like, "Well, what brings you joy, Lori?" I, like, I have no idea. Just like, well, what? what do you find yourself smiling and laughing at just naturally doing it or what do you look forward to doing or think back in the past if you can't think of anything right now that's bringing you joy like think back in the past what things draw your interest and and are things that you lose time like you lose time in because it's it's natural and fun for you and so that's what for that one and we would ask you to think about that like Number one, get honest on where you are in your life right now, today. How
1: would you rate yourself? How would you rate yourself? How would you
0: rate yourself in personal Mm -hmm. joy and fun? And get honest. Yeah, and then that next step is um, really thinking about what those things are for you. Like, what does bring you joy and, and fun? Yep, so the next one is health and wellness. Of course, you know, most of us, if we're completely honest, health and wellness just spans everything else right just like personal joy and fun is which is why we've got it high on the list is um without your health you know health is the new wealth in that the the saying like if you don't feel good it's hard to um you know take care of your family and it's hard to do a good job at your work and, and things like that so health and wellness is one of those that's sort of that staple area of your life that we should all be paying attention to because it impacts the other areas of our life so greatly. Right. And so,
1: you know, for this one to me, I always think weight, right. Because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, that's always, I always, always had that problem. Um, and so when I think health and wellness, I think weight and I think exercise. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of more, a lot more nuances to that too. It is, you know, what are you feeding your body? Um, mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily no carb, low carb, you know, no sugar, but, but is it good for you? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm how are you treating yourself? How do you treat your skin? Do you have a skincare regimen? Like, so there's a a lot of things to go with that health and wellness piece, um, you know, other than just what my mind goes straight to. So if you had to rate yourself right now on health and wellness, um, how would you rate yourself? Be real honest with yourself.
0: Yeah. And I think nowadays after, you know, experiencing this worldwide pandemic specifically, mental health even, like your mental wellness, that's part of health and wellness. It's not just about your physical body, but health is really the embodiment of all things, um, your emotional health, your mental health, your um, and your physical health. So think about that for you and, and where you are, and are you, are you at a 10, exactly where you want to be, couldn't get any better, or you know, maybe there's some opportunity for some improvement there.
1: So the third one is career and business. So, you know, in your in your career, in your job, um, some of us don't necessarily have careers. We have jobs. That's okay. Um, but in the thing that you do to make money and the things that you go to do every day, um, what does that look like for you? Like, how would you rate yourself in those areas? Um, it doesn't mean that you're moving up the corporate ladder because that might not be what you want to do. You might not want a promotion or move up the corporate ladder, but... But when you, when you look at that career and your business, if you own a business, if you look at that piece for yourself, um, how satisfied are you with it and how how does it fill
0: you up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's another one that <laughs> I look at often and go, uh, am I really bringing value here? <laughs> and if I'm not, I have to take a hard look at that. And I know, um, you know, it... It does, like you say, it doesn't always mean that you're wanting to go higher. It's really, are you fulfilled? Are you fulfilled and is it meeting your needs? Whether that's, you know, can you pay your bills or is it that it's the hours that you need to be able to take care of a family member? You know, it's unique to each of us. So it's really diving deep into your career and your business life and where do you score on that one to 10 scale? Yeah, all right. So the
1: next one is um, personal growth and spirituality. Um, so for that one, for me, I think um, it's certainly it's gotten way way better. Um, personal growth, but it doesn't have to be. Are you taking a class? Um, it, it just it just for for the sake of of this. I think it's more how you feel, how you feel connected to yourself in your body, your sense of mental well-being, um, your connection to the higher power, whether you you consider that God, whatever you call him, God doesn't care what you call him, right? The universe. um, How how do you feel like um, that connection is there for you, your personal connection?
0: Yeah, this was another one. When we initially did this, I was like, oh (laughs) like I'm supposed to be getting real clear and in tune with my true self (laughs) and my my spirit and my you know soul and my connection with God the Holy Spirit you know all these things and it was like oh you know and and it's, it's difficult to be real with yourself and go, Gosh, I've fallen, I've fallen off the radar here. And maybe I need to do some things. We talked in our last podcast episode about meditation. Meditation really helped me bring me back, you know, because um, for, for me, meditation is where I can listen and, and receive um, clear messages from God. I was doing a lot of praying way back in the day, right, but praying a lot of times is me asking for, and, med- and in meditation, I was able to receive the answers, yeah. right, and so this could be that. It could be, um, you know, working on something of interest to you. You know, it's learning more about learning a new skill. It could be learning um, anything, reading, reading books that that make you think differently and that kind of thing. So it could be really anything you want it to be. But again, this is one of those areas that at one time I was not putting a whole lot of attention to. And so being asked a question to how you score it, then it's like, oh, well, how do I get better at that? And there's some things that you can do to absolutely move that up. Yeah. The next um, one is finances. And so, uh, you know, Money makes the world go around, people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Not really, but <laughs> money, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's, a, it's an energy that we need to be able to get things done in our lives. And so where are you with your finances um, and taking a cold, hard look at that debt? Well, how much debt do you have? How much do you owe? How much um, do you have in savings? How much, you know, well, how are you doing in that area? And is there some security? Yeah. Um, I think finances
1: for me, um, has always been about feeling secure. Um, and so that was a, you know, again, this is one that when you start talking about essential areas, my brain goes to first finances is all about the money. Right. And, and really, I think the more I dove into it, the more I, I realized it's about my financial, it's about my personal security, um, is really what finances means to me. Um, and, and be real about it too I mean your scale of one to ten doesn't mean how much money you have in the bank right it really means I think how how you feel comfortable and secure in your financial situation
0: yeah and I'd say at one point in my life I just didn't put any attention to it so you know I didn't know how much debt I had I didn't I didn't know like what I owed or was I making enough money to cover all the things that I was buying or paying for? And, you know, you can get, through, you can hobble through life like that. You absolutely can. However, to have a better life and an improved life, you got to take care of that stuff. Like you right. got to put attention to it. And um, it's, it's not really something we're taught or unless you were raised in a family where they teach you how to do that stuff. A lot of times you just don't know importance of it until you get yourself in a bind and have to get yourself out of, out of it. So like Tanya said, it's not about a certain dollar amount or anything like that. It's more, are you taking care of your business? Are you taking care of your finances right. where, um, you know, you're actually putting some attention and effort to it and not just, you know, yeah. paying no attention like I was doing at one point in my life. So the next
1: one is environmental. Um, this was an interesting one for me, too, because I, I never really thought about it like this. But so environmental, really, what we're going for here is your space, whether it's your office, your work space, your home space, your car, where do you spend a lot of your time? Um, and how does that space feel when you're in it? Um, you know... Is it cluttered? Do you feel anxious? Um, is it a bunch of hodgepodge stuff? And when you sit down on your couch, you're like, ugh, you know, is it filled with things you love? Um, that when you sit down, the whole aura energy in the house feels good, um, or in the car, or, <laughs> you know, so truly think about where we spend the most amount of our time. And have you really committed to making that space yours? And, and, Putting some positive energy into it,
0: and do you love it? Yeah, and again, this is not based on how much money you have or anything like that. It really is with the space that you're in. How how are you making it yours? How does it make you feel? And there are things like decluttering, um, you know, rearranging things so that it it feels better. Um, I've heard someone say a, a good thing to do to make yourself feel better is just. If you're feeling a little bit anxious and things, a lot of times that's your physical space, this, this making your brain do that. It's not really, um, it can be helped by changing your physical space. I guess that's the best way to put it. And it doesn't have to be all at once. I mean, Tanya had the luxury of redoing her whole house all at one time and it's awesome, but a lot of people don't have that opportunity. And so it's okay. I've got holy sheets on my bed. (laughs) not h-o-l-y holy but holy with holes in them right <laughs> so you just start with so, one thing at a time like, get a new pair of sheets like that's not something that's too unsurmountable you know that's something that right. you can change that actually will, will make you feel better in your bedroom space you know so right. it's little things like that or a broken a, a light um by your bed that you had not changed the light bulb and the light bulbs come up, like change the light bulb, do little projects like that can really add up to making your environment, whatever that environment is, feel just a little bit elevated and and helps to clear that mind clutter and just makes you feel better. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is a doozy. It is romantic relationships or love.
1: Yeah. So the first time we did this one, Um, at the retreat. Um, I was married um, and not very happy. Um, And so I, it kind of took me by surprise at exactly how unhappy I was. Um, I I think I knew, but those are things you kind of hide and you keep pushing down and and you have three kids and you know, there's just a lot to it. Right. And so when I had to put a number to this and I, I had to think about it and I thought, all right, if I got to be honest, What am I going to put down here? And, and so I think it is, you know, and maybe you're not in a romantic relationship. That's okay too. How do you feel about yourself when, when you're looking for that romantic relationship? Right. So, you know, I think that romantic relationship, if you're in one, um, be honest about your side of it, but also how do you think that other person views it? Um, you know, this is your will of life, but if that person isn't happy either, then, then that's affecting your number.
0: Yeah, so this one, we, we do separate this one out from other relationships because it tends to be um, when you're striving for better, there's some very specific things you would do with a love relationship that you may not do with family and friends and that kind of thing. The, the steps to get to better is a little bit different, and so that's why we um, do it out separately. But it is, even if you don't have a current relationship, do you want one? Like assessing that in your like, is that something you want or not? And if it's not, you know, like Tanya said, like what how how do you show self-love and how do you how do you um take care of yourself in a um, relationship in a loving yourself. way? Your relationship right. with yourself, which sounds sort of silly, but you do. I mean, if that's that's who you got, you got the take care of yourself and love yourself and how are you doing in that area right so this is a fun one that um you know you you hear about marriage counseling and all this stuff that's out there um you hear about I I just can't even imagine dating nowadays I know Tanya you went you've gone through that recently and I, I talk to my husband all the time I can't even imagine dating in today's world because it's so different than when we dated before we got married, but, you know, it's, it's dating. It's, it's, how do you put yourself out there if you are looking for a relationship? It's all those things, and so you really have to sort of get clear on what you, what you're you? bringing to the table. Right, in this. that's right. Yeah,
1: and then the last one is family and friend relationships. Um, you know, this one was, was interesting for me too, because when you take those as a whole, um, as a whole, my tribe, my family, my friends, my coworkers the people I spend the most amount of time with, you know, if you look at the, the 10 people you spend the most amount of time with, if you had to rank those relationships in one lump, what would that be? Um, as far as do they fill you up? Do you fill them up? Is there some yin to the yang? Is there balance in those? Um, how do they make you feel? Um, you know, there's a lot that goes
0: into those top 10 relationships. And I'd say as an adult, it's harder. Like, I know um, for my husband and I, when we, you know, moved into our first house and everything, because we don't have children, we didn't establish friend relationships with other parents because that's where you tend to meet people is through your children, through school events and things like that. And it was a struggle there at the very beginning. It was like, well, how do you meet people if you don't have children, you know? <laughs> right. And so, um, especially in a new town and, you know, that kind of thing where you didn't know anybody coming into it. But um, the, it, they do say the top, the five people you spend the most time with actually is a reflection of you. Like that that's who that's you, you are. become. Right. And so it is getting clear on are those deep relationships, are they shallow, are they um, loving and supportive, or are they critical and um, not as supportive, and it's hard to get clear on that, Um, what is your role in that, like, I know one of the things when we did that with our friend right there at her birthday, we, we were like, you know, we used to hang out each, with each other every day at college, and now we're grown. We got jobs. We got responsibilities. That's not realistic. But what can we do? And so, from that, we, you know, started. I think we did it for two years. Every month, we had a standing date for just college girlfriends getting together, so that we were more in each other's lives than we would have been had we not been doing that. Sorry. And then another thing we did was um, started planning little day trips and things like that, just to spend time together and I know it sounds forced sometimes when you say you have to plan those things out but life gets away from you and if you don't do that as an adult with a lot of responsibility you'll go years without seeing people right. or, or spending time with them so and that, those that, relationships are important to us yeah. um, and and
1: the friends that we that we do that with I mean we put it on the calendar the third Wednesday of every month at 5 30 six o'clock and it is a rolling and you don't you be late don't you miss? Like, I mean, you know, that's, we, we made an effort to do that because we realized in this family and friend area, in in this, in this essential areas that for me, at least at the time I was weak in that, that was a low number for me. Um, so think about, so let's go over one more time. I'm going to read them real quick. And so as I'm reading them, think about it. Okay. Personal joy and fun. on a scale of one to 10. How would you rate yourself? Health and wellness, career and business personal growth and spirituality, finance, environmental, romantic relationships, family and friends. So the first time we did this, I will be honest, I had nothing on my list above a three. Not one single thing um, was above a three. Um, The last time I did this was just a few months ago. I don't think I had anything below a six or a seven. I think I had one six. Um, This is a balancing act too. And I think that's one of the things we want you to understand is you're not going to have all tens, nines, eights. Um, There are going to be some one numbers. And when you start working, and this is what this is for, is because in some of these next podcast episodes, we're going to teach you how to work this so that you go from being that, that four. How do you start balancing and getting that number up? But when you do, you you may you know fall in some other areas, and that's okay. Um, it's a balance. Life is a balance. But so you know, rate yourself on these, um, and then we want you to think about. And this was kind of the aha for Lori and I, right? So we had this piece of paper in front of us, and I had twos and threes, maybe a one on there somewhere. Um, and then the question was asked to us. Look at each, look at this list. What would it take to make everything a 10? My mind was blown. Seriously, I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh-huh. Like, I, 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 I really, because what, that's dreams, right? That's, uh-huh. I didn't have any dreams. Like, I, I, I was living to live, um, getting up in the morning to go to sleep at night. And so that was as hard for me, probably harder. than rating and and seeing these twos and threes on this piece of paper um but when she asked us that I thought oh I have no idea
0: yeah me too and so to me the the rating was hard because it was hard to take an honest look and it was hard to admit that I had allowed myself to just almost give up a little bit on life and having a fulfilling life and um but then the next question of well, what do you want? What what would a 10 look like for you specifically? It's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like that's that's big stuff. Like, and, exactly. and truthfully, in the very beginning, my tens were not all that big because I couldn't stretch. I couldn't stretch my mind to to really dream bigger because at the time I didn't believe it was possible. So my my tens were things like, um you know laughing once a week maybe (laughs) for personal joy and fun like doing something that I laugh out loud once a week that would be my 10 you know and but you know you get there and then you set new goals like you get that's that's yeah. exactly right. Mm-hmm. And that's why we do this more than,
1: why we do this yearly, twice, I mean, we sometimes Lori and I sit down and do this together every couple of months, um, every quarter, because it does change. And when you start doing the work, the numbers start coming up, the dreams get bigger, the goals get bigger. And so what we do next, and I'll tell you, and I've looked at that piece of paper, I still have that piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, I have looked at it and Lori's exactly right. My tens, what it would take, we had to write out each each thing what would a 10 look like i look back now and i'm like that's what i thought a 10 was yeah. because now yeah. my 10's way up here right i mean so honestly that's what this is for is this is an inventory you are taking mm-hmm. an inventory of where you are in your life and these eight numbers um if you're not satisfied with them then then stick with us because the next couple of episodes we're going to go through what do we do with this how do we get these numbers up and how do we balance so listen take 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 your test be honest with yourself but know that no matter how small that number is right now it is doable it is possible and we're going to help you get um, these numbers to where you want them to be thanks for listening to this week's episode of finding your way with Lori and tanya if you enjoyed what you heard today please share it with a friend And if you hadn't already,
0: subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. You can reach us at HireNavigation.com. That's H-I-G-H-E-R Navigation.com. Thanks for listening.